What's up, everyone? It's Graham Wooden here on the Grizz Podcast. Today, we have Lawrence Grad and Elmira baseball and basketball player, Mason Weir. Mason is a good friend of mine. He's very talented. He's an extremely hard worker, and he's very down-to-earth, so I know you'll enjoy our conversation today. So, Mason, I just want to thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. Uh, let's get right into it. So, due to the virus, you're quarantined at home. What have you been doing lately to stay busy? Uh, well, first off, my sleep schedule has been completely messed up. Uh, been sleeping about like four o'clock to noon usually. Yeah. Uh, which I'm sure a whole bunch of other other people are doing as well. Yep. Um, but uh, weather hasn't been helping me out too much as far as basketball goes. Mm. So uh, just kind of been playing a lot of video games and uh. Fortunately, fortunately, uh, my dad has some old, some old benching equipment, so I can uh, at least get some lifts in at home. But other than that, just kind of waiting for it all to be over, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of people are in the same boat as you regarding like sleep schedule wise. I know I am. <laughs> um, we we just woke up, so <laughs> yeah. we're a little tired. I just yeah. Woke up, so. Yeah, Netflix is killing me, man. Yeah, we're a little tired. I'm a little groggy, but um, yeah. we'll, we'll get this conversation in and we'll get it going. Um, so you missed part of your last semester at school. Can you talk about your experience uh, from transitioning from learning in school to online schooling and how the end of your semester went? Um, for me, um, because we have a we have a three semester um schedule at Elmira Mm -hmm. um it was I think I actually had a lot easier road than a bunch of other kids yeah mostly because our third term starts in April okay so they sent us home like second week of March or whatever and so it made it so I only had like two or three weeks left okay and and by then all the professors were basically just like you know screw it here's some busy work here's a final that you can take whenever you want and we're done with this, you know, because they had to start preparing their entire class for their third term. Yeah. Uh, so, so it actually, I think it made it a lot easier for us mm. um, as, as Elmira students, but I know some people who uh, at other schools have actually, it's made it harder because the professors have just put a ton of work on their hands now. Yeah. While they also have to teach themselves the stuff, you know. So yeah, it can definitely be overwhelming. Um, and you know, for me personally, it hasn't been too bad. But I know some, a lot of college kids who you know have been struggling just because the transition is really hard to adjust. So um, I, I feel bad for them. All right, so now let's transition into athletics. You are a three-sport athlete at Lawrence. Like I mentioned um, the intro, you play two sports. You play two sports in college, baseball and basketball. But can you just talk about soccer a little bit? Because I know you don't play that in college. And just your experience with soccer at LCS. Uh, soccer. Um, well, uh, it was never, never something I loved to do. Um, 
but I love to play basketball and I knew that soccer was going to keep me in shape because if I didn't have something to do, I probably would not do any conditioning whatsoever. Mm. Um, but, you know, I was fortunate enough to, to play for Dave Miller at Lawrence, who's actually he just retired this year, um, who is probably one of the best coaches I've ever had throughout any sport. Mm. Um, and, you know, he made from my freshman year, we from winning two games to my senior year where we lost in the Tri-Valley Championship in overtime. Um, you know, he really he really did a lot for us and, you know, the school um, throughout his time there. Um, but, you know, as much as I always said I hated soccer, I wish I could uh, I wish I could go back and and uh, play it. So, oh, yeah. You know, because uh, turns out I did have some fun doing it, you know. Yeah, definitely. I totally understand that. That's kind of same thing with me with football. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like, you know, my favorite sport is basketball. So I just didn't really – not that I didn't enjoy football, but I was just always scared that I would get hurt. Yep. And I want to get hurt for basketball. But if I could go back out there and play one more game under the lights, you know, I, I would really kill to do that. But Yep. You know, you don't, don't, awesome. don't realize what you have till it's gone sometimes. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, exactly. Um, so who was the best soccer player you played against? Best soccer player I played against? Damn, that's tough. Um, probably Derek Beers. Okay, right, yeah. Um, he's the one that comes to mind. Uh, played played a couple years at Cortland, and I mm-hmm. I know he dealt with injuries. Yeah, he's there, but um, but yeah, he you know Cortland's a very a very uh high up program in Division three, and uh, mm-hmm. for him to be able to play there out of Class D is uh very respectable. Yeah, it's very impressive. And like you said, I know he battled some injuries, some ACL injuries, and, you know, he still uh, fought and came back. So, you know, yep. for him. Uh, let's transition to some baseball. You played all four years at Lawrence on uh, varsity. Yep. Describe some of your favorite moments on the diamond. Uh, favorite moments on the diamond. Uh, well, the first one's probably got to be um, – probably got to be we made the tri-valley championship at damasky field in my junior year okay um we lost i don't know i think it was five to one five to two to edmiston um who up until then had been running the tri-valley for a while yeah well um but that that was probably the that was probably the best best high school baseball memory i have um my no the no hitter i threw my sophomore year would probably be number two. Mm-hmm. Um, I threw way too many pitches for that, and the new pitch rules <laughs> would never allow me to finish the game. Yeah, <laughs> I think I threw something like 130 pitches that game, or something like that. But yeah. um, the coach wasn't taking me out, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he's got to keep going. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Our baseball teams in high school weren't were anything like crazy um we just you know we just like to hang out and play yeah um plus we barely actually now i don't lawrence wasn't even gonna have enough for a baseball team this year they were merging with morris so oh geez, yeah crazy. so so we've been yeah, just a down. yeah we've been struggling to get a baseball team together for a while i guess so mm-hmm. um what about home runs i know 
you've hit a couple. Uh, is there one that really actually uh, special? Actually, yeah. Now that you uh, now that you bring that up, um, actually, my last ever at bat in high school was a home run. Uh, it was sectionals against South Court, right? I think we were down seven to two in the last inning. Um, actually, I was I was facing Ty Lamport from South Court, right? Um, which you know, baseball wasn't his sport, but he was he was a good athlete all around. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was that was probably the best that was probably the best home run I hit. The other two, the other two weren't really uh home runs on any other field cuz Lawrence's fence to right field is uh 270 down the line I think. Okay. So I hit probably two home runs that didn't go 300 feet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I probably... that close fence, that close fence, like the yeah. old the old yeah. baseball fields like professional baseball fields. Yeah. But <laughs> but that one that one off of South Court right went out to center. So Oh, okay, yeah. So it was a legit one. Yeah, we'll, we'll... <laughs> probably the only legit one I've hit in my career. Yeah, that's too funny. Uh, so I know you mentioned Ty Lampor as being a tough pitcher, but is there any other pitchers that you thought was maybe the toughest? And was there any other, uh, you know, I know your pitcher, was there any other hitters that you saw, thought were the toughest in high school? Um, Let's see. Uh, I know the, the Wade kid from Jefferson. Uh, I think I believe he pitches up at Cobleskill now. Um, mm. He was probably the bet one of the best pitchers that we faced as a team. Um, we my junior year we played against uh, Deposit or was it Hancock? It was before they merged together. I can't remember which one. Okay, but um, but they had obviously some solid pitching since they go to the state tournament pretty much every year. Yeah. Um, but as a pitcher. I don't know. I they. I mean, I remember against Deposit, I gave up three home runs in high school. All right. Or Deposit or Hancock, whichever one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only three home runs I gave up in high school, and it was all in one game. That was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I. But I don't know. Clay, Clayton Lyon from Edmiston always seemed to have my number for some reason. I, yeah. I could never figure him out. Okay, uh, now let's get into some hoops, because personally, I don't know a lot about baseball, Cry <laughs> Valley, so I couldn't really, you know, respond to a lot of those, but uh, you started as a freshman on varsity basketball. You were undersized, but you definitely held your own. Talk about your freshman year, maybe the feeling you had your first varsity game, and or how you handled playing older, bigger, stronger kids. Uh, freshman year, I got beat up a little bit. Um, I don't know. It was, I don't really remember my first game so much more as just the season as a whole. I think I, I think I played, I mean, one other kid split time at the point guard position. Um, okay. he was the, he was a junior at the time, I think. Um, and I just, I just remembered for the amount of minutes I played, I had about 19 points on the season. So pretty much everything I threw up was not gonna go in. Yeah. Um, I think I had half my points on free throws. Mm. So <laughs> um but you know um Andy Carr is the coach at Lawrence still. He was uh he was pretty tough on me, uh, my freshman year. Sometimes to the point where I didn't I didn't really wanna wanna play a whole lot anymore. Yeah. Um, mostly because he he knew what 
I needed to learn for the next year, three years coming. Um, and so he decided to make, make me learn it pretty quick, you know? Yep. So every, every time I met, every time I messed up, every time I made it, I made a mistake. Um, he pulled me and you know, the, the junior kid, you know, he'd get, he'd make a mistake and he'd be, he'd stay in the game and I would never understand why, but yeah, but you know, it, uh, in the long run, it, it paid off. And I, I really, uh, I really thank him for, for doing that for me. Cause it, it progressed me a lot faster than I thought it would. Mm. Yeah. Just talking with you, um, coach Carr and even my coach, coach Mackey, they have a lot of parallels. Um, they're similar in a lot of ways for me, my freshman year, I was kind of in, you know, the same boat as you, you know, coach Mackey would tell me stuff that I didn't want to hear. He would get on me, you know, take me out of games if I made a mistake. And that's hard for a kid who's, you know, 14, 15, whatever years old. Like that's really hard. Um, but like you said, it, it makes you into a better player, a better person. And you see, once you get to be a junior and senior, some of those mistakes that you made yeah. when you were a freshman and you got rid for it, you're still in the game because that's just the way it goes. Yeah. And it was kind of funny because, you know, you know Kai, Kastani, and them. Yep. Um, I had the privilege of playing four years. So by the time I was a junior and senior, yeah. you know, some mistakes that they would make, they would get ripped out. Some that mistakes that I would make, maybe the same mistake, I wouldn't. Yep. And, you know, sometimes they'll complain like, Oh, they're Coach Mackey's so hard on me. He's not hard on you. And I'm like, hey, you didn't, <laughs> you weren't, you weren't experiencing it when I was 14 years old as a freshman <laughs> or even as a sophomore. Um, you know, yeah, getting the the rash, the wrath of him. Yep. And I was 14 years old, so like, <laughs> you guys need to chill out a little. Like, stop complaining. Yeah. That's just part of. That's just part of it. So, yeah. I totally understand. Coaches, uh, where you're coming from. Coaches got a plan. You just gotta, just gotta let it rock. Sometimes, you know. Yep, you gotta just trust the process, I guess. So that's too funny, though. But no, yeah, uh, I mean, it, it it really does. It makes you it makes you a better player a lot faster because I mean, nobody wants to get taken out of the game. Oh so, yeah, no, not at all. Like you don't, and you just learn from. You don't want to be scared to make mistakes, but you want to you want to have a a different level of focus so you don't make those mistakes. You know. No, no, exactly. I know exactly what you mean. Uh, so sophomore year, didn't you guys win sectionals? Yeah. Yeah, my sophomore. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, sophomore year, you guys went sectionals, Class D. Uh, describe that moment, what it meant to you guys, and what it meant to your community. Um, I mean, for for us, that's that was that wasn't the end goal, but that was that was one of the biggest goals. You know, obviously, the end goal for any good competitive team is the state championship. Um, yeah, of course. But for us, you know, we had after my freshman year, we had. We had uh, a lot of, I, w- I wouldn't say hatred, but a lot of very um, hostile competitiveness with the other teams in the league and our area. Um, we didn't like we didn't get along with a whole lot of other players like nowadays, kind of like some teams do, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, we didn't we didn't like each other. Um, you know, anything they said, we took it personal, um, and it helped. It helped. We had five guys that were all six foot starting starting <laughs> yeah yeah i know that's crazy especially for you know a smaller school yeah. but as for as for the community i mean that was i've never seen 
more people from my town in, in one place, I don't think. Um, that year, you know, ba- our basketball team hadn't been hadn't been to the Tri-Valley Championship in, was it 12 years or something like that? Yeah. Um, and so there hadn't really been a whole lot going on in basketball. Mm-hmm. But um, that year, we the, the stands started filling up. Uh, we had obviously we had a couple guys that could dunk. Everybody loves to see that, especially in a small town. Yep. Um, so that that brought a bunch of fans there. Um, but that that was uh, it was really cool to see how many people came out to watch the games. And you know, when you when you have good teams, people come to watch. You... Oh yeah, definitely. It's something they you know they can back and support. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what something's been. Well, that's been impressive to me is just the camaraderie of these small schools like you guys, Edmondson, Morris. You know, sometimes I go to the, those games just to watch because, you know, they are fun games to watch. And I I feel like the whole town is there, you know what I mean? Yep. And that's something that, you know, Oneana, you know, it's a great – we have a lot of community um, camaraderie, support, and it's awesome, but there's some some games, you know, some circumstances where it just lacks a little bit, and I just feel like that's not the case at small schools. So I've always been impressed with that. Um, and it, I mean, as, as a player, you can tell us that you know it's it's been awesome to have that support over the years. Yep, I mean, in in these small towns, not a whole lot of people work far away and work work nights. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you get home from work and you know figure what the heck go down and watch the game at seven yeah. you know yeah exactly it's so cool so now junior year you have a great year but you really go crazy your senior year and it was in your senior year when I first met you at that Morris game we'll talk a little bit about that but can you just talk about how you handled the pressure your senior year uh senior year um I don't know I just you know I had a I had a great group of friends in my class um, that year um, between Chris, uh, Chris Barker, Josh, um, Jarrett, and uh, Sean Kerrigan was on the team as well, um, all from my class. And, you know, we – I knew – we knew we were going to be good. We didn't know how good. Um, it was just a matter of, you know, if, if things all came together. Um, yeah. But, I mean – for the most part, we just, you know, we looked at it like we're going we're gonna to go as hard as we can, but we're going to have fun doing it because it's the last time we're going to play together, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, for me, it was, it was uh, you know, having Anthony Monaco there my junior year, I think he was our leading scorer, like average 16 or 17 a game. And then, you know, Jarrett and I were right behind him. Um, but, you know, this year was, that year was, you know, mine and Jarrett's year. Um, to get to be the leaders, the leading scorers, you know. Yeah, I mean, so, uh, so I mean, essentially for the entirety of our senior year, we we uh, we knew we were going to work as hard as we could to get as far as we wanted or as we could. Um, but for the most part, we focused on you know enjoying our time together and having fun because it was going to be our last year, mm-hmm. being able to do it all together. Yeah, definitely kind of that last dance mentality. I know yep. what you mean. Um, so you were playing rival Morris in coaches versus cancer game, and you dropped 39. I think 
you were one free throw away from 40, but we, we won't talk about that. Yeah, I missed my last free throw. Yeah, no, I remember that. So <laughs> what did that moment mean to you? I mean, it was a huge game. Gym was packed against your rival in a game that was played for a great cause. So just talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, Lawrence, Lawrence and, I mean, as well as a bunch of other schools in the area do uh, these great events to raise money for the Cancer uh, Society. Um Ours every year usually starts at about, I don't know, 10 o'clock in the morning and they play games up until seven o'clock at night when the boys varsity plays. Um, so it was, you know, it's one of those games that, you know, as a high schooler, everybody's excited for because, you know, there's going to be a lot of people coming through the gym. Yeah. Um, you know, there's going to be, you know, a lot of a lot of good things going on that day. Uh, as far as raising money and raffles and all this stuff, um, brings excite- excitement to the school. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, um, I believe, I think that game was, that game was our fir- was our first league game against them, I believe. Okay. Because we played against them in the in the Pat Grasso tournament earlier in the year, mm-hmm. and that that was a non league game. So I think that was a league game. So, um, you know, as much as everything else was going on that day we had to focus on uh on getting it done and uh winning but um to be honest i i didn't i didn't know that i had that many yeah i, in the I, came, <laughs> I came off the court and our uh our one of our high school math teachers and the guy who uh does our stats um mm-hmm. dan ronson he he looks at me and he goes you're gonna be pissed <laughs> i was like i was like well, why how many did i have like 25 he's like no, I add about fourteen to that. I was like, no way. <laughs> like it's just one of those things you don't realize, you know. Yeah, exactly. Probably because I shot seventeen free throws that game. Oh yeah. <laughs> but funny. Well, yeah, you know that's a it was a it was a fun game. Um, you know I was glad we won. Um, but they were they were a tough team, athleticism wise. You know, um, they they were they gave me as much as they could all game. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember they obviously had, you know, the Murphy brothers who, you know, one of them is playing college basketball at Delhi. Yep. The other one was just an amazing athlete, mm-hmm. uh, amazing soccer player, just so fast, so quick. Um, and so they definitely had a good squad. I just remember watching that game. It, it was an intense one. Um, yep. This, you, that was probably one of the best games I've ever seen you play, besides some games in Blendos. You guys. <laughs> No, that that was an awesome moment. Um, and really, yeah. like I said uh, before, you know, after that, you know, we started to become friends and stuff, and you know, um, the rest is history. So that that was a cool moment for I guess both of us. Um, yes, sir. So after your high school career, you decided to further your basketball and academic career at Elmira College. What went into that decision, and what were the deciding factors? Um, to be quite honest, uh. They're one of two programs that were recruiting me. Mm. Um, the other was Broome Community College. Um, like I had, I had no doubt in my mind that if a coach offered me a tryout spot, I would, I would work my, I would work like crazy over the summer, and I'd make yeah. the team if I went somewhere else. Um, well, D three obviously, um, but uh, that was the only place where I had a spot offered to me. Okay. Um, yeah at a four-year school. Um, I went for a visit. I uh, did an overnight. Really liked the guys. Um, 
really like the campus. Campus is beautiful. Um, so I, you know, I made my decision mostly based off of athletics, which I know most people say not to, but you know, most, a lot of college athletes, there are a lot of high school athletes definitely do. Um, oh yeah. Of course. And it's overall, it's worked out for the best for me. Um, mm. I found a place I, I like to be and I have a lot of friends and turns out I can play two sports there. So, yeah, I know that's, that's awesome. That's, um, definitely a privilege to be able to do that. So before we talk about college hoops, let's talk about some school. Um, I know you're an intelligent person. You were the class valedictorian, and you decided to further your education into majoring in biology. Tell us how your work ethic in the classroom has set you up for future success. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, I, I don't like not succeeding and stuff, I guess. I, I'll mm-hmm. put it that way. Um, so everything I do, I kind of make it a task to end up trying, be trying to be good at it, no matter how hard it is. Yeah. Um, but I've done pretty well at college. I can't complain. Um, there's definitely some times where I wish I'd studied instead of playing video games. Mm -hmm. Um, but sometimes you're just so exhausted. You need a break. Yeah, of course. Uh, Um, and with, you know, with college, with college sports, I mean, for anybody that doesn't love the sport they're going to play, it's not going to be worth it for them mm-hmm. because it, t- it takes up so much time of your life and of your day. Um, it can really, it can really take a toll on your body and you have to, you know, you have to really love it to keep doing the school part as well. Yeah, no, it's so true. Um, but, uh, you know, on the other side of that, I've played, I've played sports pretty much nonstop through my entire academic career. So it keeps me busy. Mm-hmm. Um, it keeps me organized. Like I've, I've always felt that if I didn't play sports and I didn't have a practice to go to, I would never get my work done on time because I just wouldn't do it. Yeah. You just, uh, like hold it off. You know yeah. What I mean? Like if I, I just keep putting it off. Whereas, you know, being, being an athlete in college, you have to, you have to learn how to schedule your time, how to manage your time, you know, plan out what you have to get done, what day. Um, yeah. Every, honestly, I think it's a life skill that that could really be beneficial down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's awesome, and it's awesome how you just like gave some advice too on you know, especially to all the athletes who are you know going into their first year of college, just being able to you know really get a good schedule, get a schedule that fits them. Um, and just, uh, you know, go from there and attack it and do the best you can. So that that's, like you said, it's a very important life skill. Yep. Um, I mean, college isn't easy for anybody. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no. So what are your ambitions? What do you want to do with your education and why? Um, well, I haven't fully decided to be honest. Um, I'm, I would love to get into PA school um, positions assistant, uh, which is a two and a half year program. And it's, you know, basically like a doctor, but with less schooling, um, no surgery, stuff like that. Um, but if the opportunity presents itself, I'd probably, I would probably take a graduate assistant position somewhere, um, to be an assistant while getting a a master's degree first. And then I'd probably look into that. Um, 
mostly because with a master's degree, with like a master's in like business or something and a biology degree, um, there's a ton of options oh, as, far yeah. as, as far as what you can do and money you can make and stuff like that. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I'm not, I'm not fully set on anything. Um, Got to meet the requirements for both graduate graduate school and uh, PA school. So we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens. And I don't know. I guess I got a year to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, you have time. Not a lot of time, but you definitely have time. And I know you're just a very competitive person, even in the classroom, and you work really hard. So you know, whatever you put your mind to, I know you're really gonna fulfill your goals and your dreams. So. Um, I wish you good luck in that aspect. Um, we can talk a little bit about college hoops now, something that I'm excited to talk to you about just because it's basketball. <laughs> so so just talk about your experience at um, Elmira College and just the level that you've played at and how you've progressed as a hooper over the years. Yeah, so, I mean, um, as a kid coming from a Class D school, like a lot of kids in our area um, – going to play college basketball you you either go with the right mindset and you stick it out and you play four years or you go in thinking that you're still going to be the star and you don't make it through the first year um I mean it you can't you can't go in expecting to play like right away um because it's all a process like the the competition level from class d high school basketball for me to Division three college basketball was uh, a, a huge step. Um, everything's a lot faster, a lot. Everybody's a lot stronger, and you just got you have to focus so much more on um, the techniques, um, the strategy, stuff like that. Because I mean, you actually have a scouting report in college. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's not just it's not just all right. Don't guard this kid tonight. He's if he shoots, we're gonna let him shoot. It's you have you have to guard this kid because he's a college basketball player and he can score. Yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna try to make this kid beat us a little more, but don't let him beat us too much. You know that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know it's I've had a lot of fun. I made a lot of great friends. Um, made a lot a lot of great connections to our alumni, um, which I'm very grateful for. Um, I mean, we haven't had, we haven't had too many, uh, successes as far as seasons go yet. Uh, I think this upcoming, upcoming year is going to go well. Uh, we've got a talented group coming in and we have a talented Mm. group that's still here from last year's team. Um, but I think, I think overall it's been a great experience for me. Um, I've gotten a lot better as a player mentally and physically, um, even though my body's getting old and my joints are starting to give out, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I love it. There's some days I don't, some days I get to practice and I don't want to be there cause I just got through a four hour lab, but you mm. know, it's all part of the, all part of the deal and I'm going to miss it when it's over. So. Yeah, definitely. And, and I know you're not taking it for granted and just a couple things that you really touched on. It just the part where you say you really have to love it. And it's so true because it's like a job, even at the D3 level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just personally getting recruited by a lot of D2 schools and a lot of D3s, you know, D2 coaches, they tell me, you know, it's, it's like a job because you're getting a scholarship, whatever, how much money you get is still, 
you have to put in the time, you know what I mean? Yep. And it's the same thing. D3, D2, and D1 is really not that much different anymore when it comes to, you know, workouts and stuff like that. So you really do have to love it. And especially you have to love it a lot if you're going to balance that with school. So that's definitely some uh, good some good stuff that you touched on. So uh, what was your best game at Elmira? you know, throughout your three years playing so far? My best game overall was probably my freshman year, to be honest. Uh, well, my fa- it was probably my favorite game. I wouldn't – I'm not sure it was my best game, but it was probably my favorite game. Um, it was against Stevens. It was the last game of the year, and they were about to be the one seed in the Empire 8 if they beat us that day. Okay. Um, but we we ended up beating them. Um, I coach my coach actually started me on their best player defensive wise. Mm-hmm. Um, he went, I think he had six points from the field, but he had twelve points at the free throw line. Um, I didn't foul out, but we won't talk about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that was that was a lot of fun for me, and I had I think I had fifteen points that game too. But uh, oh, awesome! But that was a lot of fun for me as a freshman. Get getting in the locker room before the game, being told you're guarding their best player, you know. Yeah. Um, for, yeah for me, that was a that was a big a big pride moment. Where it's like, all right, well, I'm going to show coach that he can do this more often, you know, that type of yeah. stuff. Um, so I had a lot of fun that game, mostly because I was doing anything I could to make that kid mad. Mm, yeah. Um, subtle, but you know, sometimes it works. Yeah, no, I know exactly what I mean. But that's awesome. Just as a freshman, getting the opportunity to step in like that and guard the best player on a potential, you know, one seed in Empire Ace. So yeah. As that's- yeah. I mean, the, the other games, the other game I would probably mention is uh, actually from my this past season, my junior year was um, it was against Pen- Pentech down at down at Pentech. I I think I had seventeen or something like that. that okay. That's my career high, but. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, now we can just talk about some college baseball. Can you just tell us a little bit about your experience as a college pitcher? Uh, as a college pitcher, I mean, the life's kind of easy. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, you go into practice, you throw, do your do your workout for the day, whatever, whether it's a bullpen or whatever. But um, other than that, I mean, it's you gotta you gotta take personal responsibility to get your own reps in and your own practice in, and you got to do what you what your body needs to to get ready for the season so I mean we, it's not like we have to swing a bat or anything so we only worry about one aspect of the game yeah yeah no, that's, it's a, that's definitely it's a great it's a great uh change of speed from basketball for me though yeah yeah I was just gonna say that um and I know you talked a little bit about just like balancing all of it, balancing a tough major, um, college basketball and college baseball. So we don't really have to get into that. But what would you just like say to a kid who's looking into playing two sports at college and how to balance all, you know, those two sports and schooling? Well, I mean, first off, it's uh, you got to make sure that both coaches are going to be okay with that. Um, mm-hmm. I've been fortunate enough with my coaches at school that both of them are 
all four playing two sports. And the baseball coach even he, you know, he outright told me, he goes, You came here for basketball. He's like, That's your number one priority. But when the yeah. season comes around, baseball will you know, we'll we'll deal with baseball when you when you get done with basketball. Um mm-hmm. so I've been very fortunate as far as that goes. Um, but as far as dealing with both of them at the same time, it's um it's it's very very time uh consuming. Um yeah. I mean you don't especially for me, I play, you know, a winter sport right into a spring sport. So they overlap for about a month. So, you know, obviously with NCAA rules and stuff, I, there's so many days I can practice or hours I can practice in a day or whatever. So I just, you know, I throw, I'll go to basketball practice and then I'll throw and then I'll leave. Um, uh, luckily the coach is pretty good about that, you know? Um, but it's um it's definitely something that you shouldn't just automatically say yeah I'm gonna do. Um, if it's not a fall sport, that's something that I would say hey, I'd like to try out, but I also need to see if my academics are gonna be okay for. Because um, mm-hmm. as a you know we had a kid do that actually from the basketball team, uh, David Cruz, from the basketball team he he okay. pitched in high school you know he pitched in the state tournament in New Jersey and he was like yeah. It's like I miss baseball like halfway through the year. I was like, well, how are your academics? You know, because he, he kid had like a three five or whatever. And I was like, well, you want to play? Because our coach will always take pitchers, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he's he's playing baseball right along with us now. Um, but the, the academic part is what you're there for, especially at a D3. So you have to you have to make sure that you're on the right track to get your degree and to do well in school first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, at the end of the day, all that matters is really that degree. So yeah, that's gonna um, pay the bills for the rest of your life. So yeah, no, no, it's exactly so true. Uh, well, I just want to give kudos to you for being able to do all that. It's definitely, you know, hard enough to play one sport and uh do a tough major like bi- biology, but two is is very rare and you you don't really see that a lot. So. Uh, kudos to you. Definitely proud of you for, you know, being diligent and, you know, doing everything you have yeah, to. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, of course. What would you say is the best part about college? Oh, the best part about college. Well, you definitely know I was lying if I said the schoolwork. So, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, probably the people you meet. I mean, mm-hmm. that's I mean, I came to school for athletics, but I probably stayed because of the people I met. And the people that, you know, the teammates I met and stuff like that. Like, I didn't, I, I wouldn't say I've stayed because of the athletics. I'd say I've stayed because of the coaches, the people, the players, um, the environment. Um, I've, I've made a lot of friends that I'll have for the rest of my life. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's probably the best part of college for me. Just the, no, the, yeah, no. the personal and, the personal interaction with everybody, you know. Yeah, and it just goes to show that, you know, colleges, you know, they can offer this, that, and this. You can have an opportunity to play this sport, that sport. But really at the end of the day, besides, you know, getting the education, it really is, you know, networking, making connections with people, the relationships you yep. have. And me personally, throughout the whole recruiting process, I was so blessed to get recruited by so many schools. It was awesome. 
but just the relationship I've made with so many coaches going on college visits and, you know, befriending a bunch of people on the basketball team or people that just go there to school. I know at Elmira, you know, I met a lot of great, awesome people um, that were friends with you. And that's just really what it's all about, you know, for me personally, I know for you and for a lot of people. So that's definitely an important aspect and an important perspective to have when you're going through all this. So, you know, that's very cool. Um, I had planned to talk about some blendos, but in the sake of time, we'll just skip <laughs> that. I'm planning to have a podcast with a couple of people, a couple of blendos guys, and just, you know, just talk it up off the cuff, <laughs> whatever. And I, I think yeah. that'll be fun. So we'll skip that for another time. Um, we'll, we'll have that discussion. So let's talk about some like leisure things, some food, some entertainment. What is your go-to place? Uh, what is the go-to place for you to eat? For me to eat? Oh, man. Well, you know, back in the day, it was Burger King. <laughs> of course. Of course. They don't know about that. Yeah, we, we won't, won't tell, tell them about that, that secret. But that's uh, we spent the whole summer spending 150 at a time there. That was probably my favorite Oh, yeah. That summer, that summer was, that was awesome. But uh, I've... I've Probably blew so much money though. <laughs> you both. so much. And Aber is pretty cheap, and I yeah. still blew so much money because like yeah, you and me both. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, please. you know, let's see. I mean, Books Barbecue is real good. I don't. I I think uh, Undercover Eggplant is probably one of my favorite. Mm. Yeah, a lot of people like that place. I've been there. I like it there. I know Josh yeah. works there. Um, yeah. Eddie, the whole. <laughs> oh, so obviously BK is one of your, you know, go tos. But do you have any other like favorite foods besides favorite that? foods? I don't know. I like a lot of stuff. Pizza, Popeyes chicken mm-hmm. sandwich is pretty good when I'm down at school. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I we eat a lot of fast food when I'm at school. It's it's not good. The the dining hall, the dining halls, you know, dining hall. So yeah, you yeah, get, that's you get sick of having that dining hall food and make bad decisions with your money. Well, that's too funny. You since you talked about school and fast food, dude. When we went to that McDonald's, <laughs> oh, give me Hendrix. That was yeah, so dude, funny. Yeah, the uh, the Elmira, the Elmira people. You you see some interesting people there. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that was just awesome, dude. He he was awesome. It was that was so so funny. Well, but uh, <laughs> we'll move on from that. Um, so favorite music genre? I know you you know you yep. like hip hop and rap, but do you really like anything else? I I don't think you're a big country. Uh, guy. I listen to a little bit, but not not nothing yeah. crazy. I kind of just I kind of listen to everything. I'm not gonna lie. I get bo- yeah, I get yeah. bored and I start know. venturing into different genres and yeah yeah I know when you know I didn't have a car and you used to give me rides I would hear all <laughs> types of music there it was, it was awesome from like eighties music some like seventies music I'm like what now we got some like, don't forget you gotta have some uh, some sweet escape Gwen Stefani party in the USA oh, yeah, you yeah, know exactly. the good old ones yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, what about favorite? What about your favorite artist? Do you do you have a favorite artist? Mm, that's tough. My favorite artist. 
Uh, probably, probably Lil Wayne to be honest. Um, mm. yeah, I I love Lil Wayne. Uh, yeah, he's I, good. I used to listen a lot I listen, when I was. I listened to a lot, lot of his stuff before before games and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I guess you. Yeah, the Carter Four. Height. I'll just Pump throw up. the Carter Four on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely a great album. Uh, so we can wrap it up here. What is some advice that you have for an aspiring athlete who potentially, you know, wants to play a sport and maybe even two in college? What would you give? Um, first off, it'd be uh, obviously you got to get yourself to that level of play. Um, you have you have to work you have to work hard enough to get there. Um, but the biggest thing that I regretted in high school was I didn't start reaching out to coaches until my senior year. Um, if you want to play college sports and you think you're good enough, you should start reaching out to coaches, especially Division three from a small school. Um, you should reach out, you know, middle junior year, say, hey, here's my stats. Um, I'm a junior. Can you come see me play sometime? You know, um, just put yourself out there so they know your name. Because um, I know yeah, they, ha- no. they have a lot of databases with, like, recruits' names, stuff like that. But – at the same time, if you're from an area like me, um, not really on the map. Not a whole lot of people come through this area to watch basketball, you know. Yeah, no. And that's something that's very important. Um, obviously, you said it, but even for me, um, I had to be really proactive during the whole recruiting process. Like, it wasn't like coaches were just coming to watch me like here and there, like, no, like you have to be very proactive. You have to reach out. And just like you said, just to yep. get your name out there. Um, if a coach, you know, sees your film or whatever, sees your stats, you know, they might not take you, but you know, they're going to spread yep. the word to other coaches. And I've said this a million times, like coaches talk, they really do. They talk. And, and just another thing that you didn't mention, just, um, like you got to play AAU, like some type of AAU. You don't have to play for the, you know, the most popular, the most prestigious programs, but you just got to get on that um, type of platform just because it gives the coaches um, just a way to compare you to other yep. players, if you know what I mean. Because high school, every high school is different. Every level is different. You never know what, uh, you know, if a kid drops 30 or – you know, has a triple double against this team. Coaches just don't like; they don't know what the yep. level of competition is. But AU, it's really mostly the same. Obviously, there's circuits and stuff like that, but it's mostly the same. So that's definitely, um, really you know, imperative advice to give. So you know, that's that's just something I would have to agree with you. Yeah, on, I mean, so. I I that's probably one of my other faults is I never I never actually played for a legit AU team. I'd um, because of baseball, um, I was so, I was so, you know, consumed with baseball in the spring. I, uh, I would only play the two tournaments that Lawrence played in at Harwick and Oneida State. So that probably didn't help yeah. me at all as far as that goes. Cause that's the time where most coaches do their note taking and stuff like that. So that's probably mm-hmm. another thing that I, I missed out on as, on a, as a high school athlete. Yeah, no, definitely. I understand that. Um, 
And yeah, that's something I had to give up this baseball. I had to sacrifice that after my freshman year. And it obviously, well, hey, sucked, I think you but... made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. it worked out for the I best year, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, yeah. Like, like you said, it just worked out for me and, you know, I'm very blessed. Uh, so there you have it, folks. Mason Weir, Lawrence grad, Meyer Hooper, hey. and baseball player. Thank you, Mason, uh, for coming on the podcast. Yeah, today. no really problem. Appreciate it. Thank um, you for having for me. On. Uh, by the way, yeah, by of the course, way, my pleasure. Uh, my coach already said there's a there's a scheduled scrimmage between uh, Elmira and Mansfield next year. So, <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I'm looking, looking forward it. to I'm that. I'll see you that. there. That <laughs> yeah, that should be awesome seeing you, yeah. uh, Shad, Sean, even Dylan Jacobs, the new added yes, member. He's, the, team, he's so a new local awesome. guy. Yep. So that's that's very cool. Um, I know you guys are gonna, you know, do pretty well next year, and hopefully, you guys, you know, can make it to the Empire Eight tournament. Um, that their mini tournament, and hopefully, move yeah. on from there. That'll be hope, awesome. Especially hope so, man. Year, so. Stay tuned for episode five.